BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. I'm going to tell you what it is for everybody, though. you got to find, like, your sense that actually works for you, like your signature base. Mm. And that's what everybody don't be knowing. And then you got to know how to, like, you can't just wear anything anywhere. Like, no, it's I certain said, shit that I'm you wear at certain times, and it's just like. I still don't know. Tell me the game. What you put on where? It depends. I, I always had this, like, one rule of thumb. I was going out to a dinner. You on your shorty. Huh? Oh. Yeah, no. Nah. I, I got this rule of thumb. I don't want nobody to smell better than me wherever I'm at. Okay. I don't like that. Like, because, see, you looking better is not, it's out of our control. Like, you was okay. born looking how you looking. Mm-hmm. But, see, if I can help it, won't nobody smell better than me. Mm. Yeah. Uh. If it's me and my girl going out, yeah, I'm going to put that shit on. Because, for one, she, you know, I got to keep her entertained. And then it's, like, something when you walk in somewhere and everybody smell you. And my girl, too, like, I buy unisex shit. So, if I'm not wearing it, she can also wear it. Yeah, and when we walk in somewhere, it's like, damn. This bitch fine. She look good. They mm-hmm. smell good. Mm-hmm. I done literally had people stop and turn around. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it just be like. I fuck with Bagarab. Mm-hmm. But I also, I, ain't gonna lie, I think one of my favorites now is uh, um, fucking Fabulous. Time for it. I want that. that and for the longest, I'm going to tell you what. Amazing. I done skipped over fucking Fabulous for so long buying other bottles because I'd be like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. But I smell something that smells better. And it's like, That man, is amazing, bro. That's probably one of my like. Biggest the fucking. Amaz uh, got all of them. I'm cologne take lie. cologne probably take other than shopping for like clothes and little pieces and shit. Cologne probably take all my money for real. I can see that. Yeah. Yo, Amaz got it for me right now. Go take his class. Um, it's at um fucking take indie house. Class. Take a class. It only costs a hundred dollars. But what they do is they teach you about like how to wear cologne, your pressure points, where you need to spray that, what you do and don't like when y'all put on cologne. If y'all still doing this. You fucking it up because what you're doing is destroying the notes in it. I definitely you do that. spray it on. <laughs> yeah, no, don't when you I spray it, let it sit. Uh, you destroying the notes in it. You know what I'm saying? Breaking that shit up. So you mm. spray it like I literally boom, 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 and then I hit all so you're of this. All that, t- all that many yeah. times. I thought it was just a couple sprays. Now this is my skin though, and that's the thing. Like if it was overbearing, niggas would. T- I, I always say, if you can smell yourself, you probably too loud. But I be smelling it even when there's a couple. Sometimes you might be too loud. Like, I can smell myself a little bit right now, but I know I'm not, like, illuminating. See, that's like, crazy, because I can't smell myself. I put something on my, I smell you, and that shit smell good. So I want to get yeah. there. I wanna and get and there. I don't ever want to smell nobody else over me, neither. Yeah, I want to get like, there. Like, when I shake your hand, you should smell me. If yeah. I ever smell somebody, I need to know what it is. Or I can guess what it is. I'm like, this nigga, he done figured it out. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. But what I was going to say, yeah. They Take teach you how to um put that shit on. Um, what bases are in what, like, you learn, like, the oil concentration of the shit. The only difference between male and female perfumes is, like, 
the scents that we deem, I guess, Mess fruity yeah. or like woman-like, and then the oil concentration. My man actually just told me that. He was like, mm -hmm. I was like, you wear perfume? He was like, bro, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Literally. The only thing that's different is the oil and alcohol concentration. Mm. Yep. But the so. oil makes it stronger, right? Or last oil makes it stronger and last longer, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I heard about that. Yep. But they also let you make your own shit at the class. So you make your own fragrance before you go. And they tell you about it and you mix. $100 where? Uh, Indie House. Indie House. Yeah, I-N-D-I-E-H-O-U-S-E. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. You put me on game, man. Mm -hmm. Let's get the interview started, man. For sure. Hey, what's poppin'? You know what time it is? Your boy, Mr. J Hill. J Hill Podcast. Oh, man. We've been shooting. We've been here. The team is here. Um, Shout out to my guy, Mar here. Shout out to Kyron here. Shout out to my brother in the building. He's been pulling up morning after he's in the building. All right, we got a special guest. Oh, before we get to the guest, make sure you tap into the audio. Tap into the audio. If you're watching this, pause it. Go straight to the audio. Make sure you um subscribe to the Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Pop, Google Play, and some other ones. I don't know, man. I I'm listen. I'm, I'm working. We 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 working through the kinks. You get what I'm saying? You gonna see some videos that might not look the best, might not have the best audio, but we are working through the kinks. You feel me? It should still look good. You know the vibes. We got special guests in the building. This guy, I've been watching this guy for a minute. He probably don't even know, but hey, man. Um, he's probably. I want to say alter ego. What is it when you want to? He's like my. When you want to say something. And people speak for you. Spirit animal. Spirit animal, yeah. bro. This dude say some of the slickest things by far. Appreciate it. I told y'all the Appreciate other day I, I messed with Partisan. Like, that was one of my spirit animals. His Party? Yeah. Partisan's Party hard. lyrics is crazy. Yes. This guy, yeah. they right there, bar for bar. Keem Ali is in the building. What up, dog? Appreciate it. Appreciate it, You looking different. You got the braids. Hey, man. Trying a little something. How long you had the braids? Just got him yesterday. Didn't even get my shit lined up. I just got him and was just like, fuck it. Yeah, I was confused. Oh, yeah. you came? I'm like, okay. This a different nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, um, first of all, you just dropped a uh, song. You just dropped a video. Mm -hmm. What was it? He's bad. Did you make the girls push the car? You, you you had it in drive. I had it in drive. Okay. I had it in drive. I told them that they wouldn't have to push it. And I actually put it in neutral the first time on the first take. And they was like... Oh, damn, it. it's hard as fuck to push this motherfucker. So <laughs> I had to make it look like, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, that's some place. I ain't trying to work you out too hard, baby. Bro, you, you like, what's, tell me, you got to tell me the backstory, not why you got started, but how, like, where did you get this this swag from? Like, because this is some old school shit. I'm fucking with it. You know what's crazy? Like, I used to dress in high school, like, when I was in, let me see, from, shit, really from ninth grade. I used to wear, like, bow ties and shit to school. And I was, like, one of the only niggas doing it. It was probably like, me and another person or two people at the time but you gotta think when you got like three four hundred people in your class if it's only two niggas rocking bow ties and dress mm -hmm. shirts with the loafers and the you pants you know what i'm saying yeah so it was like i just i guess i just been doing that but not even addressing <laughs> i'm talking about like the wordplay i feel like all of it is a sway i always had wordplay when i was rapping i started that because um wayne was probably my biggest influence with that you know what i'm saying i literally made like Wayne and Eminem my top five. I was sitting at home one day, and I remember listening to this Eminem Zelda freestyle. I puke, eat it, and freak you. Battle, I want to eat it to speak to. The only key that I see to defeat you would be for me to remove these two Adidas. And, and he was snapping. I'm like, this shit hard. And I literally started writing, and from that day, I didn't stop. But that was like sound 2009. Nothing, nothing like Lil Wayne. I know Boosie. We rock with yeah, Boosie. Yeah, hell yeah. It Boosie, don't sound Boosie, nothing. Boosie, Boosie, my spirit animal. Boosie, my spirit animal for a long time. I That's had a Boosie fade in that thing when I was little. That's my dog. I mean, yeah. I'm from Boston. We from Jackson. Yeah. Bro, I heard you say the other day. I mean, well, not the other day. I watched it the other day. I heard you say on one of your interviews, like, that was not your uncle. Like, that was. 
that Boosie, was our uncle. I tell people, like, Boosie had a line in one of his songs that said, God forgive me, dog, but I'm the reverend of the ghetto. And that nigga was not lying. Yeah, like, nah, for sure. We did whatever Boosie said. Bro, that was, he's the godfather. I mean, not uncle. Like, he's like our godfather in Baltimore. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. Hands down. It's, I feel that. But you know what? A lot of places probably feel like that, too, though. Because, like, he always used to say, like, He's, he right next door to us. He's like, Jackson, my second home. Mm-hmm. Then he comes somewhere like that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, nigga, Baltimore I didn't know nothing about, like, no Baltimore until I was, like, a grown nigga. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm from down here. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Like, he got that type of influence. I, I don't feel like he get the the respect he deserved. But you only get it when you were, like, popping and relevant and in people's face all the time. Like, So let me ask you, you know what I'm saying? When he dropped Gangsta Grill, mm-hmm. what did you think about the Gangsta Grills? When did Boosie drop a Gangsta Grills? Was it recent? Nah, it was old. It was like, um, I don't know. I have Shit. To ask. The last time, up. being honest, the last time I faithfully listened to Boosie was like right when he got out. I'm going to like everything. You listen to it though? Did you like it when he got out? It was hard to listen Yeah, nah, I ain't really just hard. rock with it. It was some songs on that motherfucker. Like he was doing his thing. Like when he came out with Show the World, I'm like, oh damn, this nigga went to jail and turned into a leave. He finna come out and just start like, boom, boom, boom. Facts. And he was posting like, oh, I'm getting 100000 a show now. I'm like, yes. He bought, he dropped Gangsta Grills in 07. 07. What was on it? Um, I'm pretty sure I was listening. So I actually, cause I, was, I was trying to see how big of a Boosie fan you is. So I was a Boosie fan. Mm-hmm. And same with you, though. You was watching the DVD. You find a, you find a 50 and here you pussy. Yeah, you feel yeah. me like. Watching the uh, Ghetto Story movie. Yeah. So like when I, um when he dropped Gangsta Grill, to me, people hate it because they hate my take on it because I said I ain't like it. I probably know the songs that was on it. Right, that's I can't even that's, tell you a lot of times what the um, was it that um, let me see. I wasn't cool. mad until the world forgot about me. Yeah, let's believe I'm back, back, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, nah, that was snapping. That's I ain't like it. That was not. Nah, that was the only nah. reason I ain't like. The it. only thing I didn't like that they played that shit back too many times at the intro. See, not even that. Some niggas had that version. Not even that. I like the songs. It's just I heard them before. So like from it's, who him? Oh, that's cool too though. Niggas recycle. Yeah, it ain't so they. it wasn't recycle. I feel like Gangsta Grill's like that's like. I was just talking to them about this, like, so Gangsta Girls, really, they come in, they putting on for the niggas that ain't, that deserve to be put on, for real. Yeah. So they really just playing his hits, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. to the, so they, they really open him, they really showing him to the world. Mm-hmm. But to his fans, it's like, I already heard it, I'm thinking he about to drop all new takes. I ain't understand it back then, I was young. I, you know what? I feel that. But it was just like a, a business move, you know what I'm saying? And I done had sure. some of my folks in my ear, like, enough people ain't heard, like, Kimi Casanova, you need to redrop, but I'm like, my fans and I already heard this shit. Like, let's just get them for something else and like keep that shit fresh and keep it new. So I, I feel that. Like, if you a fan fan, you really just be wanting something new and you be thinking like, that nigga ain't hard as I thought he was. If he got to be repeating, you I ain't think me? that. I just was mad. I'm like, why didn't you just give him some new shit? I understand. I didn't. I was young. Oh seven. And he probably gave them niggas them songs because I just spent the block on some songs that I felt like didn't get the uh, due diligence that mm-hmm. they deserve. Like this bitch was so hard, and we feel like that about some songs. We be like, man. They didn't get that nigga to do diligence he was due on that song. Like, he really Facts. killed that motherfucker. And he didn't want enough people feeling how I felt about it. Facts. So, oh, wait, yeah. you like The Weeknd? I don't dislike him, but I don't just listen to The Weeknd. Damn. I, I wasn't ever like a Weeknd fan. I ain't, I ain't hop on it. Sheesh. Yeah. So, it reminded me of The Weeknd. He dropped a uh, tape called Trilogy. Yeah. Trilogy was literally the same as um, Echoes of Silence, um, House of Balloons. And there's another one. Y'all drop it in the comments. But, uh, I mean, to me, that was probably three of the greatest projects ever. Like and then he dropped back, tri- back, back. Yeah, and then he dropped trilogy, and it it was really just all three of them on the same thing. But he had already got bigger. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. So um, to your point, Lucky Day did something like that. I listened to Lucky mm-hmm. Day, and he dropped 
two or three EPs. The first one was called One, the second one was called Two, and the third one called Three. But when he dropped the album, it wasn't nothing but these songs that he had on the EP, mm. and he turned it into an album. Me, what I did say was, damn, that's fucked up. I was looking for something new. But what I thought was, it's smart. Yeah. It's smart because you still get the same streams off of those um, songs, and it go towards, like, um, what the fuck, like, a Grammy. Mm. Like, you know, like, so if I have, you know how people have two versions of one song? Toxic. I'm just getting into it. Talk, talk, talk so let it. me see. Um, Break shit. it down for me. Hmm. All right, so your remix is a different song from your regular mix. Right. So if LMA would have made a boot-up remix, she can get a Grammy off of, um, no, it, it counts towards your uh, platinum status or your gold status. Oh, so it, it goes to That's the, not the original Grammys. song I'm still, though. Yes, but it has to be the exact original song. If you change something, then that means that song will be platinum. Okay. Or like, So he came out with them three EPs, and one of his biggest songs was Roll Some More. If he had changed Roll Some More on the album and added something on the back end of it, it wouldn't have counted towards them other streams. You feel what I'm saying? No, no, I get it. I get it. So it's just like, yeah, Roll Some More might have been going platinum or close to going platinum. Um, and if he changed something on the back end, it would have started that all the way over when people heard the album. So he got to put the same song on there for it to continue to add to those streams. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. So get back to the question, right? Mm-hmm. Inspired by Eminem, inspired by Lil Wayne, inspired by Boosie coming out of Jackson. Yeah. Um, again, I don't. When I hear any any four of those things, you don't hear. It I don't in my hear music. you. Um, well, so I was inspired by them, but that don't mean I gotta like. I guess in a, per se sound like them, but it's times where I'm rapping and I hear every one of my influences. But I studied more than that. One thing I did do, even though these people were like my influences, I actually studied. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're inspired by your mama and your daddy, first off, you know what I'm saying, before you leave the house. Exactly. But what you do? You go to school, and there's niggas around, and you study what they doing. You want to be like the cool kids at school. You want to figure out what the fuck they got that you don't. And that also impacts you, you know what I'm saying? And you have to. So I'm, I, I like to say I'm just like a melting pot full of artists. I can see that. Yeah. For sure. And I had to tell people, like, I can just, I don't know, I can just make that shit happen, man. Like. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Nah, you got some, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It's like I be telling, it's 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 seldom I get people that I enjoy their music. Yeah, and um, you was definitely one of them. Like, appreciate. That. I, I listened to Super Bad today. I was like, damn, I missed this one. Like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I rock with uh, of course the uh, the famous one now, Kimi Casanova. Yeah, I rock with yeah. that one. I mean, why would you just go and change your name to Casanova, bro? I mean, um, I got this thing, man. Where like I actually made a a different page for that. Mm. Content because I do different shit on my pages. Um, I don't want. And I had to tell people I break it down like this. So look at Martin when he in the show. Like, what was the funniest character in that show to you, or your favorite character that he did? Um, that he did. Yeah. He was pretty good. Um, Roscoe was cool. Okay. Shanae was cool. Got you. I ain't gonna lie, he did his thing. Yeah, so why shouldn't he just change and his name Jerome. to why should why wouldn't he just change his name to Shanene or Jerome? It was a character. You know Jerome was one of the the the, the flyest like I never knew this oh, until nah, now. That nigga was clean. He was really like fly. Like I, I was He was just at, ugly as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Trinidad James story and they were saying like I guess it was um inspired by Jerome. Like and yeah. I went back, Jerome really was fly. Next time you get a chance to watch Martin and you study Jerome the character. He had the chain. He was really fly. Like, he had some yeah. shit on. But, yeah, I, I he was like the MCM So, Kimi Casanova's a character. Yeah. So, like, um, 
sometimes I want to talk about regular shit that we do and that we're going through as a regular person and not from this perspective. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you don't watch like my Instagram. I got these freestyles where I uh, put my hoodie on and it's like over any beat, one minute, mm-hmm. just strictly like battle rapping bars. Yeah. You feel me? Because I studied that and I'm a student of that shit. So it's like, how do I disassociate that from Kimi Casanova? And so like, the bigger I get, it'll get to a point where I'm gonna have to ask people like, who you want to interview today? Mm-hmm. Do you want a Kim Ali? Do you want Hoodie King? Do you want Kimi Casanova? And like, let me know who you want me to come as before I leave the house, cause I'm, you know what I'm saying. Mm. So you yeah. came as Casanova today, but I mean, you feel me? Cause that's one, that's the that's the mode I'm in right now. That's what I've been pushing. That's what I kind of wanna. So one thing that that stands out to me, bro, is the emphasis on the word bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girls like the girls you deal with don't never like, have a problem with that. Cause you be just calling them. Nah, I'm gonna bitch. tell you the only time that I had a problem with something like that. And I, don't, and I tell females, and I tell people, my folks know me, I don't talk to females like that in person. Mm. I wouldn't disrespect no female and call out a name. It's never a problem. They understand it's just music. And the only time it was ever awkward, I was doing this one video, and I was looking at, it's to show you right video, and I was looking at this girl in her eyes, and um, we had to literally make eye contact the whole time, and it's my first time meet her, and I'm looking at her like, I'm more concerned with you being cool with me shoving dick into the back of your throat. And she looking at me, and I got to keep a straight face while I'm saying this. And she just like, and I'm just like, <laughs> and after we they cut, I'm like, you know, I'm just like, you know what I'm saying, just playing, right? And she's just like, oh, no, 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 just go ahead. But, yeah, it gets to a point where sometimes I be in the video, and they looking at me, and I have to turn it, bitch. But, you know, they know. It's all out of, like, just from a harmless place. You ever, you ever did a video and a girl act too good? She acted too good. And it's like, whoa, you got to relax. Like, this shit is you know believable. What? <laughs> you know what? I want to say my last one, Um, I guess in the pictures and, like, uh, pieces of the video, they, like, got really into it. Um, I have had, like, videos where, like, I feel like. So what I do is I put out, like, a, um, I need females for a video. And I don't know if these people are just like, hey, I want to be in a video because you posted it. Or like, nigga, I've been watching you and I want you and mm-hmm. I want to be in a video. So it's been times where like they've been in a video and been like, I've been waiting to get on this nigga and mm-hmm. rubbing me and like, and I'm thinking it's natural, but in their mind, they may be like, yeah, I'm finna fuck brother tonight. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you feel me? So I don't, I keep it professional though. My thing is while I'm here, I'm working, so I ain't focused on none of that. So if you are rubbing on me and making it look like you want to be here, it looks better for the camera. Right. So I'm not minding it. But in her mind, she might be like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of rub, like, and I had females, like, touch, like, this area, and I can't, like, stop rapping, like, right in the middle of my video, and so I just kind of be like, eh. Wait, so you able to turn off your, like, like your body while you rapping? Because, like, I mean. Nah, my dick still get hard. It get hard, but I have to, like, while I'm rapping and focused on that, I'll be like, you know, and when they say cut, I'm like, all right, bitch. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you wake this motherfucker up. You <laughs> Know how to put it to sleep. Yo, it's it's, it's crazy because um, yeah, like especially when you like got a situation going on. Yeah, man. <sighs> nah, so um, with that, um, I don't always had to tell anybody I was with that like this stuff is just business. Mm. Um, and I try to be res- as respectful as I can because one thing about it, no matter how big you are, or how big you think you are, some people ain't as attracted to you as you think they are or you're not as attractive to somebody as you think you are so I don't like doing no creep or no weird shit 
I ain't like forcing nobody to drink or saying like you gotta be this or do that. Like just come. If I got some, I'ma offer it. If you don't want it, fine. I really just need you to do this job, baby. I don't really care about all that extra shit. So, like, yeah, the, the main thing with me is me being comfortable and making these females comfortable. And just, like, also, if, I, if I'm with somebody, making sure that they comfortable, too. Because there have been times where I didn't, like, one of my exes, I did a photo shoot. And she was like, who the fuck took these pictures in? Why did you let them take that? And that shit looks stupid. Why is her hand down your pants? I'm just like. Damn, working. Yeah, but to her, she just like, I don't give a fuck if you working, like. This bitch got her hands in your pants and, like, you smiling in the picture. And it's just like, well, I mean, you're supposed to smile. <laughs> but that didn't mean I wanted it. It was just, you know. So, yeah, I didn't have to deal with all type of shit. But Talk um, to me about um, <clears throat> the image versus, like, real life. You know, like, sometimes we see comedians uh -huh. and, like, every time we see them, we associate them as a comedian. Right? Yeah. Like, it's like you, like, for the most part, when I see you, um, I see the... Casanova, mm -hmm. right? Like, do you have a lot of people who always see you as Casanova and, like, think you sweet for it or niggas look at you like, man, he a ladies, man. It's like, nah, bro, I'm really, like, I'm man, really, really not that one. You know what? I just say I'm everything they think I am. I you know what I'm saying? Um, I can't stop people <laughs> from thinking what the fuck they're going to think, but I just got to know who I am and I got to know, like, what's really going on. You feel me? Um, yeah, man. Yo. But I, to answer your question, the difference between, like, regular person and this, like, yeah, sometimes I don't be feeling like dressing up all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't be feeling like, like, when when uh when we got the uh, text message earlier today, nigga, I'm in, like, joggers, a hoodie, and some forces, like, and that's me every day just chilling. I was riding around in the car writing, you know what I'm saying, putting songs and, to beats and shit like that, jotting down lyrics. That's, like, my little studio when I'm not in the studio, you feel me, so... Yeah, it's like I have to make this associate because if I came up in here, if I came in here, you know me for Casanova, but if I came in here dressed like y'all, you wouldn't see it. You wouldn't believe it. Or they'd be like, that nigga just be rapping like that. But when you can associate it and I, I get that vibe off, yeah. it's like it tricks your mind into like the brand. No, you feel what I'm saying? And now when you think smooth or when you think like somebody who going to smell good or somebody who going to put that shit on and look good, your mind automatically goes there. I know one nigga, he be clean all the time. But if you see me like this every day, you start to believe it because I'm tricking your mind. But when this is that hard for you? Like, God damn. It's man. been hard for me, but I'm learning how to make it work instead of, like, letting it bother the shit out of me. Like, I didn't want to do this Casanova shit. I did not want to do it. Like, a year ago, I literally was like, fuck this. I was bucking on niggas at, like, um, at my label. I'm like, bro, I don't want to do this shit. Like, these folks going to try to, like, pigeonhole me into this shit. I'm like, fuck that. Because... What they want ain't what I want, and it ain't what makes me happy with music. I had to get to a space where I was happy with it, and then I was comfortable. And I'm like, okay, bet. So wait, wait. A year ago, we talking. Literally this time last year. Wait, I'm trying to put a trying to put a timestamp for the people to understand. Are we talking '85 South Show? Or that was more than a year ago. Yeah, that was like uh, two years ago. Damn. See, I was tapped in before that, so I've been tapping uh, longer than I thought I was. Was that December of 2020, or was it December? Matter of fact. That was two and a half years. That was two years ago. Okay. That was 2020. So that's so that's after that. So that's kind of after it picked up more. Because I'm assuming yeah. it had to pick up more from yeah. there. Yeah. And they probably the associated So that was December it. 2020. That dropped in 2021. My project dropped in 2021. And then, um, yeah, after that I dropped another project called Do Em All Dirty. And I'm like, I just want to rap regular. Because I don't want these motherfuckers trying to, like, put me in a box. Mm -hmm. After that, bro, like. 
I went into like a whole depression about this shit and everything. Mm. Like I was in meetings and niggas was like, yeah, this is good, but we want that. And I'm just like, these stupid motherfuckers. You feel me? Mm. And I guess if I had seen what they see in me back then, I was just kind of like, I was so smart that I was kicking myself in the ass. Because the thing is, I was think I was putting my feelings in it because I'm so passionate about it. Instead of saying like, all right, let me just trick y'all motherfuckers into like what y'all think y'all want. Or let me just go ahead and do. They giving me the answer. You know what I'm saying? If a girl tell you, if you just be honest, uh, we can fuck. But you sit up and lie anyway. Mm-hmm. Like she just said, tell the truth and y'all can fuck. And she's like, if I get them this shit, they're going to buy it. They're going to feed into it. They're going to believe it. The consumer is dumb. You know what I'm saying? They want to be tricked. They don't. At base level, somebody told me at base level, people do not want to fucking care. Mm. They just want what they want. They want the music to be good. And people don't know what they like. They just like what they know. So what are we saying here? Are we saying trick them by giving them um, Casanova, mm-hmm. but we bring them in, we, we, we lower them in with Casanova, but we give them what we really want when they get here? That's literally all it is. And it, you have to gradually do it. You have to spoon feed it to people where it's so unnoticeable. And it's just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga really did just... Think about it, baby came in here talking about rapping, trapping, selling dope. Years later, this nigga got a song with Kirk Franklin. Nobody said nothing about it. Mm-hmm. This is a gospel artist. But don't nobody say, he sold out. He got a song with Kirk Franklin. Or oh, he too different. Niggas listen to that song. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He make a song about uh, Black Lives Matter when the protests and stuff going on. Nobody says nothing. You want to know why? Because he gave them folks what they wanted. And when he slid in and did what he wanted to do and made it like a part of his uh, routine, didn't nobody care. It's crazy you said. We just had this conversation yesterday. I was talking about um, how, like, Sometimes you gotta feed people medi- you gotta feed people medicine inside their candy, like you gotta trick them into I taking that, that medicine. Yeah, I done had that conversation with plenty of people. Mm. Uh, Wayne was one of them folks that actually did it. This nigga made a whole fucking rock album. Nah, but you know what I'm saying? Because he was he gave you so much for so long, and then when he did do it, he was able to make you believe that shit. Mm. As long as Wayne been skateboarding, he should be a fucking um, he should be, he be a, a pro. He should be Tony Hawk by now. Thanks. But guess what? He done made you believe this shit for so long that he was able to sell you clothes with skateboards on them, yeah. put all of this shit in your face. I'm a rock star. I'm going to get a couple piercings, tattoos on my face, crinkle the dreads up, throw a scarf around my neck. Y'all believe it because we are dumb. <laughs> you feel me? As consumers, we are dumb, and we just want to feel like we're attached to the artists. And we want to grow with them. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah. He's still a nigga from Baton Rouge. That ain't you no know, fucking... And he from New Orleans. New Orleans. New, New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. From New Orleans. Uh, where the fuck is he from? Wait. Holly Grove? Louisiana, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not too far from. Same shit, right? Three hours from Jackson. From okay. where I'm from. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, bro. When you say Jackson, every time you say Jackson, I want to ask, are you a football fan? I got you. I'm sorry. Nah, I ain't even no sports fan, like, talking about. Damn, I mean, I, I, got, I kept up a little bit with what was going on when, like, Dion was at, at home, but I, this shit consumes me, bro. Like, but you can't ignore the impact that he brought to Jackson, period, though. I ain't no? going to say it was like a... um. I- Yo, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup. Man, shout out to my guy, David Shines, man. He's probably one of the few people I know who actually built multiple multi-million dollar businesses, right? He created The Morning Meetup to help other entrepreneurs do the same thing. Now, listen, as an entrepreneur myself, I know how hard it can get, especially when we start making money and we get to like this financial cap that we can't get past. And honestly, let's be real. They say it ain't what you know, it's who you know. We probably can't get past this cap because we either, one, outgrew the people around us, or two, we just being lazy and weighing in the rooms we need to be in. It's just plain and simple. But trust me, 
This is your time because the morning meetup is that room we got to be in. It's filled with, filled with entrepreneurs getting to it. They reading different books every month, right? They holding each other accountable. And it's just honestly just something dope to be a part of. So listen, if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to get to this bag, you're trying to flourish more than you've been flourishing now, you got to go to the morningmeetup.com. That's www.themorningmeetup.com and join now. Let's get to it. I'll see you there. I can't ignore that. But what I will say, um, yeah, he he shined a light. For sure. He shined a light. I guess what I was going to say was going to be like, we had what we had before he got there. Um, but I guess we didn't have it in the magnitude that, you know what I'm saying, he brung it. Because For sure. I guess you can't just up, one person can't just up and put shit where shit ain't already yet. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like he can amplify it. But, like, if it's not there, it's not there. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? If he had went to like a, he brought shit there, you know what I'm saying, to help it. But motherfuckers know Jackson State just from like the band, you know what I'm saying, the Sonic Boom Sonic of the Boom South, you know, crazy, because yeah, we getting yeah. shouted out in songs and stuff like that. You don't know much about the city, but you knew about Jackson State before Jackson State was like a Deion Sanders thing. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably why he went there too. But yeah. it's funny because transitioning, like that's kind of like what going into this, that's kind of what 85 South Show did to you. You was already lit, right? They just gave you that platform, that opportunity, bro. Nah, I ain't gonna bullshit it. Um, they turned you up. Yeah, they did. I ain't gonna lie about that. But you showed up. Like, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. You showed up, though. You was prepared. Yeah, so the thing was, I came with what I had. They just, add, their platform added to it. What I will say is, a lot of niggas that came on that show, bigger than me, more followers, more fans, and I just needed their platform. I had everything that they had been needing, wanting, looking for. And, like, when I got there, that shit was crazy. I worded like this. I ain't going to say I was, like, I was making that shit happen. And it felt like for a little second that I was calling the shots because I was just like, shit, this y'all show. But I was like, what can I do to come on this motherfucker and give people a show? Like, motherfuckers, come on here and rap, sit down, have a regular interview. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. When I got on there, I'm like, these niggas love to talk shit. I'm like talking about your ass i'm talking about your ass i'm finna roast you like them niggas were like well hold on and i was like well shit in the middle of me doing my performance i'm like y'all niggas come up here man let's freestyle and they like oh i bet by the time we got done and they like shit we just do the fucking interview right here you know what i'm saying and so yeah it was crazy that was one of the most iconic performances ever bro appreciate it appreciate it and like i'm not it just was so it was just slick. It was just like that. It was like, nah, this guy got it. Like, yeah. And that's after I was already introduced to you. Yeah. So, like, I see that, I'm like, damn. That shit get, like, I had to tell people sometimes, it get really, really wicked. It's because niggas ain't seen, like, the full scale of, like, my um, lyrical ability or the full scale of, like, my talent. And I was telling one of my homegirls, sometimes I get – a feeling of anxiousness mm. because I be in rooms and only I know how big I'm about to be. And it's like people years from now are going to be like, oh, I knew to know him. I used to stay by him. Or he used to cut my hair. Or I remember that time he was in. And I'm just like, I sit there and have to bottle that shit up and just, you know, I'm humble about it. And I just have to be where I'm at and enjoy that moment, you know? I'm tired of being humble. Fuck that. I ain't going to be tired of it. Nah, because the humble guy never went. I'm humble, but... Um, I just wear myself well. Somebody, I wear me well. But you can pop your shit in your songs. I don't really have no. Well, place I can to pop my shit. I can pop it. Not I, when I'm when I'm not uh, doing songs. Like it's just about how you put that shit together. Can I be honest? You, talk to me. 
I feel the same way you feel. Yeah. You know, my favorite line to this date right now what? is niggas went and bought a house when he could have bought a verse. Niggas dumb as fuck. That's how I feel about me. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel that way about me. I didn't know how I felt about that line at first. I thought I, about it. I love it. I thought about it, and I was just like, traditionally, what a nigga would do is buy a house. But I'm like, if you halfway there and you halfway popping and you buy that Drake verse, it makes a lot of fucking sense. And that was like a flex. When he did that shit, that was like a flex. When I heard that line, I was like, nigga, is you dumb? Am I going to choose you over buying a house and securing something for my fucking family? Or am I going to risk it on a feature from you? And I thought about it. I was like, but the nigga ain't wrong. No, fuck Drake. He ain't wrong. Fuck him. You think it's small, nigga. I'm talking about me. That's how I feel about Just me. with anybody. Like, niggas going to go. Buy a house, nigga, didn't get a buy an interview from me. That's how I feel. Like, I feel it. I feel I it. Feel. Like yeah. when you remind me of when you said, "Yo, like I be, you be anxious." You know, you be in a room and niggas don't ever know how how big you gonna be. Like, nah, cause I be feeling that way, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Like, nah, nigga, mm-hmm. do you know who you sitting next to? And you can't. Well, you can't pop it too hard because you don't want to feel like you don't want nobody to think that you think uh, that you better than them. Facts. Like. Shit, two years from now, y'all niggas gonna be like, damn, we remember we interviewed that nigga. Mm-hmm. But right now, I just gotta be here and be in it. And like, take this shit all in and act accordingly Facts. until I get where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck, man? I'm tired yeah. of being here. Nah, I don't get tired of it, bro. Fuck it you keep you, it keep you, It keep you in a good space. What's your sign? Stopping dollars. Nigga, what's your sign, nigga? What's y'all? Stopping dollars. Them the only two signs I <laughs> The only two signs when, I know. When he was born, bro? Nah, August. In August. Yeah. Niggas is knocking on the door and shit. Niggas is different out here. We got company and shit. We just bust in this motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, uh, what's going on? We all right? Yeah. All right. Um, uh, yeah, so, wait, nigga, I don't know what the, what sign is that? Leo. Oh, you're Leo. That's to, crazy because- um, Me about the Leo ass along. You hear people <laughs> say, you hear people say, like, y'all have, like, um- what is it called? Like, when you, all about me. Mm-hmm. You're giving me the opposite, though. You're giving me, like, humble, humility vibes. Like, um, I, I, study caring. Every, I study everything. Yeah. And what I've done over the years was I got a lot of Leo friends, and I've dated, like, Leo women. I take everything that people don't like about us, and I don't do it. Just like, what's your sign? I'm a Gemini. Yeah, so people always think y'all bipolar. We always think y'all flip the script. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I literally been around Leo's so many, so much, and so many years that they annoy. I don't. I I personally don't click with Leo's. Like talking about for real? Yeah, nah. I don't. I don't never say I don't like nobody. I just don't like the type of shit we do. We in our feelings all the time, and this is what I've noticed from my friends and people that I've genuinely been super close to. We in our feelings. We insecure. We know that we are bigger to people than we think we are sometimes. And we use that to our advantage. Like, we, we the life of the party, but we so fucking insecure on the inside. We so small on the inside. But to everybody else, we are so big and we're projected, like, mm, on the outside. That big personality. We nag too much. We complain about a lot of shit. Um, sensitive. Um, we are leaders. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of good traits. But I've taken everything that I've seen other Leos do when they was complaining uh, I didn't see motherfuckers talk behind other motherfuckers back and see them and be like, hey, what's up, man? And I'd be like, that ain't right. So everything that Leos do that I don't like as a person and that other people wouldn't like, I take it and I don't do it. Mm. And I literally sit and I humble myself and I just be like, you know, when I walk in and people think I'm supposed to be like, I like to be with my friends 
and you know you don't unless you know my music or unless you know me you don't know who's in charge mm. you don't know who the leader is i like to just blend in and look normal now granted i'm gonna blend in and look normal but if i'm doing it that means everybody else has to come in this motherfucker dress like i'm dressed smelling like i'm smelling talking like i'm talking you don't know who is the head you know what i'm saying who is the neck and who the shoulders you know what i'm saying and i learned how to humble myself and lead from behind like I tell some of my partners and I tell females that I'm with in some situations, I don't have to be the head of everything. I can be the neck. Mm. You can think, you can do whatever you want to do, but guess what? You can't move without this motherfucker. Facts. You can't breathe you without this motherfucker. You can't move without me. And so I'd be like, go ahead and lead. Because just like when I'm in the lead, I know the same thing. Like, if I ain't got nobody to support me and help me move, I can't do it. Mm. So everybody be thinking they in the lead, thinking they got shit like figured out. No, you need support, you need help, and everybody just needs to like, know and understand and grasp that concept no you definitely need help yeah like, you can't do nothing without a team for sure no for sure how you feeling how you liking like um I like you getting closer to the industry I, I i don't know if you would say you in the industry yet but no nah. my people be telling me oh you in the industry you know this you know i ain't nowhere yet well, you bro getting close i mean it's a couple people I'll, hanging around i'm gonna tell you some something friends. i'm i'm like nigga i'm to my like fucking thread you know what i'm saying away it's just because it's always it all it takes is one song, one hit. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to uh, Lou one day. He was like, he was in the studio with JD, and that nigga told him, no matter how bad you fell off, no matter who you is, no matter if you coming up, you done been in the game for 20 years and fell off for 10, you just always one fucking hit away. Mm. That's all it takes, one fucking song, facts. and you be back in the game. Nah, facts. So yeah. How annoying is that? I, I asked. Uh, Seti about this and I was like what's worse the middle or like the bottom and like the middle it's so it's so frustrating right? the middle oh yeah, it's always the middle because when I'm at the bottom I know the only way I can go is up when you're right. at the middle you don't know where you're going and it give you a level of anxiety that's through this roof because you say that, you know you that close yeah that too but the beautiful thing about it is I just sat and told myself like dog Enjoy this struggle mm. because when you get to everything you get to, it's only like, I want more. And just to make it plain and simple, I like to give analogy when I'm talking so people know exactly what I'm saying. When you was in like second grade, you saw the fifth grade and was like, they look so big. I want to be in the fifth grade. You get mm -hmm. to fifth grade. This ain't shit. When right. you get fifth grade, you're like, I want to go to middle school and be a sixth grader. But then you get there, you see the eighth graders. Mm. So on like ninth grade, I want to be a senior. You get to senior. And now you're looking at them like, bro, you still in high school. Calm down. Like you want a million dollars. Niggas who done had they a million dollars a million times, they're looking at you like, bro, calm down. You just yeah. so happy you here. Thanks. So I'd be like, shit, enjoy where you at. Like, make the most of it. Because when you get $100 million, you literally going to want 200, 300, Thanks. 400. So, like, bro, just just chill. Are you just saying this? Or are you really there? I believe that. Is it is it hard for you? Or is that something that's coming easy? Nah. I'm practicing it. I, I've been practicing it. Um, And it was like coming out of like I was telling you last year this time I was like depressed it's a lot of shit that I had to tell teach and show myself mm. and learn from like studying other artists like and studying you know what I'm saying my friends and how they moving and like other people around me like bro you literally just gotta enjoy where the fuck you at cause it's gonna come a day when I wish I'm like man I wish I could just walk outside or go in the grocery store like I used to 
and nobody walk up to me for an autograph or nobody is like bombarding me at the mall like nigga I go to Lennox all the time walk around shop go to bazaar bro I saw look I saw baby in the mall one day this is probably like 2019 18 18 maybe 19 I saw baby in the mall little baby at Lennox didn't say nothing to him walk straight past the nigga What's crazy is he could not go in Linux today by himself. No, he didn't have nobody with him. He was in that bitch. This is when he had a small little fro. He was in that bitch by himself. He can't go in there and do that. And you know what? Them niggas wish that they had the luxuries we got. We can go where we want, when we want. When them niggas move, they got to call security. They got to call four or five other niggas to come move. And guess what? If I got security, I got to pay these niggas. Mm-hmm. They got to be coming out. And of course, like, I got so much money, they ain't worried about it. But, bro, who wants to have to call somebody every time I'm going somewhere? I want to be able to do what I want to do. So while I'm in these moments, I enjoy them. And it teaches me, like, I tell people all the time, the shit that I get from being in these moments is a wisdom that I can't pay for. It ain't no amount of money I can pay to, like, you know what I'm saying, know some of the shit that I'm learning now. That's crazy because, like, you absolutely right, and I think that's where I get frustrated as an interviewer, yeah. right? Like, I'm watching my, um, I wrote this down. I don't even write things down, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just painting a picture. So I'm watching an interview with myself. I've actually, uh, I just did an interview with Don Cannon. Mm-hmm. And, like, I left. I'm like, it was lit, fire. I'm watching the interview. I'm like, this shit is the worst interview ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching it. And I'm like, bro, like, I wrote down, don't talk about, what you don't know about, right? Like, cause like sometimes I get in these spells where I do research and I do research and I try to talk about what I did research on, but even mm-hmm. still, it's, it's different from like doing research and actually knowing something. Yeah. And I got like, I flourish in like conversations of like this, like struggle and like, like where, where we at? You feel yeah. me? Like, that's why I, and, I'm, and I wrote down, mm-hmm. only talk about what you do not deviate. Like I said that, I wrote it down on a notepad, bro. I'm mm-hmm. like, Stop talking about what you don't know about. Because I'm trying to talk about, the like, I know about it because I did the research. Yeah. But I ain't well-versed in it. Well, so, you know, my thing, I've always took the approach of when I got in the room and didn't know something, I could bring it up, but I allow people. One thing I've learned about people, they literally want to tell you everything. Facts. And all you have to do is just not ask them certain shit. Mm. You notice when you get in question, you get suspicious and you don't want to tell shit. You mm. don't want to say nothing. Hey, man, where the hoes at? What you mean with a hose at? <laughs> hey man, you got some weed? Why? <laughs> like, what? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nigga, you know I got a girl. Why you asking me what a hose? You know what I'm saying? You chill out, bro. Facts. When you get in a room and you you gotta make people think shit is their idea. Nah, facts. And people will literally tell you everything you need to know. Like I done literally called somebody and asked a question about something as a basis, and they didn't told me everything I need to know. Not knowing that I wanted them to do that. I wanted to know mm-hmm. something, and I was like, hey man. What's up with that goddamn da 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 da? And niggas be like, oh boy, did it. And I'm over here like, mm-hmm, hell yeah, yeah. Like I already knew it and I didn't know. No, I no. never knew. And they told me everything that I wanted to know. And it was just like You yeah. absolutely right. I think um for me I was really just saying like you can't really sometimes you can't pay for wisdom. You can't pay that's something that you can't pay mm-hmm. for. You not like some experience. things you can't pay you can't for. Pay for. I'll, be, I'll be watching Nori and it's like some things you just can't like I can't rush into that. Like, it's yeah, nothing, nah. nothing you can do that's going to get you there yeah, nah. for time. And like, I tell literally. niggas all the time about me. I tell people, and we, this is with people, with anybody. You are literally right in between where you want to be and where you need to be. Mm, You're not there because you don't know how to handle it yet, and you mm. think you know how to handle it. And I used to tell myself, like, last year and the year before that, my 30-year-old self is laughing at me right now because mm. I'm stressing so hard about how to get rich, how to make this money, what to do, 
what I need to do. And when I sat down and actually figured that shit out in my head, I was just like, damn, I see why bro laughing. Mm. Every time somebody tell me, you need to rap like Casanova, I'm like, hell no. And I get on songs and start making songs about bucking on that shit. Ain't nobody heard them, but I'm like, I'm going to fuck this shit. Niggas think I'm supposed to rap like a pimp all the time. 30-year-old me like, nigga, you are so stupid. Because if you knew better, you would just go ahead and just tell these folks anything, keep rapping this shit, and transition into what you want it to be. Mm. You have to use that shit as a vehicle. You're mm. either going to be a stepping stone or you're going to be getting... You're either going to use this as a stepping stone or you're going to be getting stepped on. Facts. You feel me? So let me ask you this. How do you feel about the rapper casting over then? Because I feel like it's like... The actual rapper? Yeah, he's like the total opposite of Casanova. Oh, I like Casanova. When he I mean, first came out. outside of him, personally, but I'm saying like him coming as like this gorilla, this hard guy, and his name Casanova. That just fit for him. Um... Shit, a lot of niggas ain't what they name say. <laughs> 50 Cent is a human. He ain't two quarters. I mean, <laughs> shit, I don't know. You feel me? Like, um, OJ the Juice Man. Like, I ain't never seen this nigga with no juice in my life. But that just works for them niggas because it's like, niggas come up with all type of names, though. No, nah, facts. You feel me? So I just let people run with what they running with. Mm-hmm. But Casanova actually means, like, you know, you're a ladies' man. You yeah. slide with the ladies. You kind of, like. You know, you in there. And but so, then you open the door, you see this big hog gorilla nigga like lifting a hundred million pounds. Should have been gangster Nova, goddammit. I don't know. <laughs> shit. Facts. So what you got going on now, man? I seen you just dropped uh of course oh, man. Super Bad. Yeah, he's bad. He's um, bad, he's bad. I I'm bad. writing, I literally got in the groove today. My um photographer hit me and was like, We need to shoot some content for Valentine's Day and I wanna do this and I literally got in the car today and wrote like shit. three songs. Like, Do you collab with writers or no? No, no. So I will tell I will tell people like I don't let nobody write a verse for me, but I sing too. So if it was ever like a singing thing, I wouldn't mind people collabing, but I won't let nobody write a verse for me because I don't think like people can portray my story or portray what I'm feeling to people, and so it gets hard sometimes. But that's just one area I'm not willing to crack on. But if it was a song where I was like completely singing. I'm like, yeah, I'm singing, and singers do it all the time. But when it comes to me being like an MC and an actual rapper, nah. So what about even if like, not let's say not a verse, right? Let's say you're in a studio, you get in the studio, you lay this whole thing down, and they be like, yo, you should say this and not this, or like a word or two words. Oh, I've had that happen with 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 homeboys or somebody. Yeah, I could take that. You're not writing a bar for me. Like you literally just niggas be like, say it with some more conviction mm. or just take one of them words out mm. or just put this word in between those. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's like um, keeping me sharp on my skills. But you're not actually doing the work for me. And I tell my homeboy and them the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're putting too many words in that bar. Like, mm. you, it make you off beat. Or like, take this out or add this. Or just, you know, you got to, you got to write, just say it like this, though. And you know what I'm saying? I don't mind that. But as far as you actually writing this whole thing for me why don't you do it if you feel like you was gonna write as good as me like mm. come on get on the song then like some people can't mm. say it like the things the way drake said quentin miller verses mm-hmm. i probably would never listen to it if, if, I, if it was quentin miller if you listen to quentin i listen to quentin miller sometimes and i'm gonna tell you something i cannot i could not tell the difference between him and drake you could fuck no Nah, nah, Drake said a little. Nah, different. I'm gonna tell you something. Some people receive the message better depending on okay. who's delivering it. That nigga Quinn Miller got sauce like. I heard that nigga him. nice. I, I ain't mean, gonna, yeah. I ain't gonna short, bro. I listened to a song and I was like, let me see what niggas talking about, or like if it's that big of a deal. And I'm like, bro, nah, this literally is what um, 
this is like Drake's sound for the whole 2014, uh, 15, 16 era. Like, I could tell, like, that shit was hand-stitched by Quinn. Like, i tell you one thing. I definitely like uh, Beyonce, um, Drunk in Love over Future. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, but it was <laughs> Future's sure. idea. And like, like I say, like, sometimes, depending on who delivering the message, motherfuckers gonna receive it because if Future had came out with that shit, motherfuckers be like, you gay. You feel me? Like, yeah. drunk and look. Yeah. And not to, you know what I'm saying, not to be throwing like That's no. like Lil Yachty coming out with, uh, I mean, how could he even come out with? Uh, and I shouldn't say that. Like, it's it's just certain ways, like, some people ain't going to um, receive it the same fucking way. Nah, I don't it's twist my fucking words. I'm not saying nobody is gay or nothing. But, you know, I when I heard it, because it was so embedded in my head that Beyonce, 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 and we just now finding out Future wrote that shit you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah but it's just like sway lee re- probably realized like i can't fucking sing formation like it's i'm gonna get this shit to beyonce because i know she gonna deliver it the way that i'm hearing it in my head you know what i'm saying so you write you you, you gonna do some writing for like r&b artists yeah i write i write for people all the time i don't um one thing i don't do is short myself when it comes to this and i have to tell people like i use myself as an instrument mm. And uh, with whatever you're doing, like, I sit at home and I make voice impersonations or I mimic people. I use that when I go to the studio. I done literally been in the studio and had to have, like, my Barry White going on. And I done not had females in the studio and had to moan on songs and, like, do weird shit. But it's like I don't sell myself short and I'm more concerned about the art versus, like, how I'm looking. No. So, yeah. I, man, it's... I can see so much going to the artist. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I done wrote... Like R&B songs, I got songs on my phone where I like write for female rappers that I just ain't been able to get to certain people. But once it get there, they gonna be like, "Damn, where you been?" You know who I think you could write for? She probably would never accept it. Who that? Lady London. She oh, cold. She cold. Like, yeah, that she cold. Would be crazy. You know who I would love to write for though? Like City Girls. Oh yeah. Or Sweetie. See, I'm thinking about somebody on your so level. Shit, like you nobody, and Lady London on a song well, you know together? What? Ain't nobody not on my level. It's just that. And that's the thing. Like, I just got so much up here. And that's why I'm like, now it's one of the moments where I got to contain it. Because okay. you're just like, somebody on your level. I'm like, I'm on every level, though. Not you feel it. me? I mean, it's and money. so it's like, I can do what. Bro, the, I'm going to tell you the hardest thing for me to do is to not rap um, on the lyrical ability or perform on the talent level that I am. And I done try to like dumb myself down sometimes. And I done been in the studio with other writers and I'm just like, oh yeah, nah, this don't work for me. Like somebody, I probably couldn't write for the Migos. But you could write for City Girls? If that ain't yeah, because I got like, because um, I don't know why, but it just comes from a place of, we feel like, I feel like I know what females like to hear because I study music, okay. or I know what I would like for a female to say to me, and through the experiences of me dealing with a female. Okay, that makes like, sense. Like, I was writing in one song about, like, um, somebody invites you over, and they cycle along, or you have, like, um, what the fuck was I saying? You ever been, like, kissing, sucking on the whole neck, and, like, sucking them titties, then you ready to pull them pants out, you like, yeah, she in there. We, we, we rolling now. yeah. You pull up pants down, <clears throat> my cyclone. Bitch, why you ain't say all that for my dick got hard? 
Like, what? And so I could talk about that from a female perspective <laughs> because they know in their head, like, I was saying, this, that's what I said in the song, I just let them suck my titties because my period on. Like, bitch, why you didn't tell me your period was on before I got my dick hard like this? And you just sat up here and let me suck on your neck, you know what I'm saying, put my tongue down your throat, and now I go to kissing on the stomach, about to pull a pan down. No, 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 my cycle on. Why do girls play with niggas like that, man? It's not safe. Ladies, that's not safe, man. You know what, though? Y'all just wanted a little something, something, you know? You want to know that if he was going to get you to that point, he was able to, like, do his thing, you know what I'm saying? So... It's all good. He understands. It's all good, baby. Man. I ain't tripping. Those times is long gone, man. But I appreciate you for pulling up, dog. Um, anything nah, man, else you got you. going on that we don't know about? Man, working on project after project, just being the handsomest nigga alive to no fault of my own. God made it that way, so if you mad, you got to call the hotline, baby. He always on the main line. <laughs> you feel me? The main one. Hey, the main line. I'm just working, man. I got two or three projects dropping this year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Two I, of them. I appreciate you. You talked. Yeah. You said uh, two years, man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be glad you came on. Nah, two years. I want to come back. We are gonna link back up, and it's gonna yeah. be crazy. I keep telling people. I say, yo, I can't wait till I get that that J that Jay Z David Letterman interview, cause like that's where I'm gonna be at, and I hope everybody I interview be where Jay Z at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's my goal. So I, I was watching you. your platform. I'm like, damn, it take a lot for niggas to just get to this point where you at now. It does. For yeah. Sure. For sure. And I'm like, niggas probably don't even know that. You was going through the most trying to just get your first person to interview and just doing it with, like, anybody. You and know, it's funny. I, I stick to the script. I'm not doing it with anybody, but I still do that to this day. I literally yeah. just call my team. I say, yo, we're going to just schedule Wednesdays and Thursdays. And even if we don't get the biggest artists, we're going to come in here, we're going to get it done with somebody. I literally just said that. Yeah. I'm still on the same thing. Yeah. I'm not stopping. You want to uh, – this is the thing, like, uh, take what you can get until you can get what you want. For sure. Because yeah. who knows? You might blow up tomorrow. Or the next person I interview might blow up the next day. And guess Never what? I fucking know. It's lit. Jim Jones had the chance to sign Drake. Facts. Shit, it's a, it's a couple niggas that had a chance to sign people. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't. They so, did. I mean, you just can't. You just never know. Niggas went and bought a house when they could have bought a verse. That's my, hey, that's my, that's my, listen. That's how I feel, man. I appreciate you, man. Tell everybody where to follow you at and everything. Hey, man, it's AKWM. You probably want to be him. Bad bitches smile and crack their teeth every time they see him. Follow me on Instagram at A-K-E-E-M underscore underscore Ali or at Kimi.Casanova. Um, on Twitter as Akeem Ali, Facebook Akeem Ali, TikTok Akeem Ali. Follow me or swallow me. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Akeem Ali, J-Hill, J-Hill Podcast. This is a wrap. We out. Ciao, baby.